Uh, so yeah, we'll do like a fairly quick ramble on yeah. and then yeah. hit the subject just because yeah. Bud doesn't have all day. What? I got hour 40 minutes. Yeah, it's not all day. Yeah, have you uh, have you seen have you, of the old points? Have you podcasted with us before, <laughs> Badillion? If that is your real name. Oh, I'm really right. I'm really good at I'm really good at moving on. Moving on. You're tuned in to the party at the All Points Podcast. Can you believe it's season three? Talking Warhammer and all that jazz. Just three Canadian dooters. John about that. Age of Sigmar, and they are helped out by Nicole holding it down as the super producer. And it's gonna go off the rails conversating. Age of Sigmar on party at the All Points. Come on, take a drink. We got Tristan talking to Chicago Bulls and that Brian Scalabrine. Then we got Dayton throwing away his pants down in BC. And we got Bud in Manitoba being Winkler Manitoba friendly. We're all thanking God for Nicole doing the heavy lifting of the editing. Or else it would be three hours long instead of an hour and a half long. Party at the All Points, come on and take a drink. Party at the All Points, come on and take a drink. Party at the All Points, come on and take a drink. Party at the All Points. Hello, party people, and welcome to another banging episode of Party at the All Points, your place for posting and toasting at the Age of Sigmar. I'm your undead life of the party, Tomb King Tristan. Joining me tonight on this 129th episode will be your man in the middle, my man in the night. Uh, he's bombastic. He's super fantastic. The man, the myth, the legend, the Budillion. Hey, bud, what up? Uh, I'm super excited about this show. At first, I thought I was going to be because 129 is a prime number, but then I realized it's not. Because if you do 9 plus 2 plus 1, it equals 12, which automatically means that 129 is divisible by 3. So that's kind of sad, but no, happy to be here. Happy to be in Treaty 1 territory, homeland of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji, Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the national homeland of the Red River Métis. Damn right. Speaking of Métis, it's uh, maybe my favorite Métis. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. Your man of the mountains, my the uh, absolute fjord into my heart. It is Dayton. Oh, what up, Day Day? What do you get when you mix a penis potato in a boat? Oh God! Starch, I think I could figure this one out. Fucking this close is really to water. Close to my yeah. Dictatorship. Uh, Oh wow! Uh, Potato Republic. Uh, you think I could understand that? I am recording from Lanatanaha as well as the Métis, and happy to be it. You love to see it. I'm recording from the land of the Mi'kmaq people, and um, just loving my time on Abiguit and Ipecoet. It's a great place to be, and I really appreciate all the people who have stewarded the land, and hopefully, will continue to be able to steward it into the future. Now, gentlemen, we are going to be here this evening talking about losing gigantic l's i was explaining to my son which one was an l and which one was not an l today and he went what's i went what letter is this and he said f so we're 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 getting there gang you're working um, on it. i said okay whenever i say go left go to your f he's like oh okay <laughs> and then he kept on, I was like f i was like oh gosh now he's going we'll oh get there. f <laughs> exactly that, that's the other thing that was just damn like, it Damn it! Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, sweet. Oh, uh, no. 
I don't. I got nothing. I couldn't remember any authors' names. Crust um, on a cracker. <laughs> oh, sweet cows and toll. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about what the majority of the game is all about. <laughs> yeah, losing, losing and losing well, losing poorly, winning poorly. Like we're gonna talk about being a loser or losing and how it's a good part of the game to understand and to. I don't want to say get over, but to figure out how to improve your feelings towards it will make you just happier in general and will make you a better war gamer. So I think this is going to be a great episode for people to check out. I know this is something that's near and dear to my heart, seeing as in my first tournament, I went 0-4 in a five-game tournament and had the best time I've ever had in my life. So I'm really looking forward to rehashing all that jazz. Um, Dayton, when... How do you, how are you, when were you a big loser? Uh, all the time. <sighs> every time I come home from work. <laughs> no, it's every time you leave to go to work because you're losing uh, out on seeing your family. Big time. Big time. And I also spent like 24 hours to do a three hour job because of the way that they printed it. <laughs> Brutal. <Yeah. laughs> Someone's going to eat that bill and it ain't going to be me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yeah, and we're not like Birdie anymore as much. Uh, We did a big, huge uh, self-controlled ignition to burn up some of the fuel to help them control the fire. Nice. Um, We had some cold climate come rolled in with a lot of rain recently, so that's nice. Uh, We're now spiking back up. Um, And then I just went and raided one of my coworkers' gardens. He has like this massive garden. He just like... Sick. He's like, oh. I got all these turnips. These turnips are too close together. Here, have some turnips. She's like, you want some lettuce? Here's some lettuce. Here, you want, want some beets? Here's some beets. Oh, those are the best friends ever. Down. He's like, Great started rapping. Shout out to my Doug family. Uh, do you know who's not a big fan of beets? Whom? Uh, Noah's wife, Maxine. Really? She is hugely anti-beet. Like, not huh. even beet leaves in other dishes. What? They're so sweet. I I, I I was as shocked as you guys. But... I had an amazing beef tartare recently at a restaurant. You mean beet, was... beet tartare? I meant beet tartare, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um the only thing of like eating beets though is you gotta like remember that you ate beets. Oh yeah. Oh man, because you because it they tell you if you did. They let you know. You're not bleeding out your pee hole. <laughs> your internal anus tract ain't bleeding. Oh gosh. Not this time. And avoided that bullet um but yeah so we're gonna be talking about losing i'm really excited i think it's gonna be a fun time um i think right now we should get into one of our favorite segments Ooh, what's that shout out to super producer nicola bray and all our patreon supports as well as our sponsorships dayton gets it dayton gets right. it mostly just all talking right. about nicole and how wonderful she is uh no new patreon supporters obvious this but we do have uh, dom elson who needs to get back to us so we can send him some cool stuff yeah also dom, dom. i'm gonna right now We've received our dice. Oh, so Nicole's oh, been boy. getting that all going to send out. And then I'll ship a bunch out to you boys as well. Oh boy, oh boy, dice, oh boy. Dice, 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 send you, dice, send dice. you guys some mini mag tray oh. stuff too. Because that's mm-hmm. sent us another little order. Oh, cute, cute, cute. Because they're uh, the best. Yes, yeah. And use discount code mini mag bro for 5% off. Sick. That's amazing. If I you're running we... like 160 zombies at a tournament, you need movement trays. And a yeah. pizza box apparently shouts to Tom Guan. Yeah. Um, what if what if you're Tom Guan running 160 zombies and playing against someone who copied your list and is also playing that? So you're in a mirror match and there's <laughs> 320 zombies on the table. 
you're gonna need a lot of dice and to get those dice you want to go to baron <laughs> baron of dice and use discount code p-a-t-a-b for that yeah <laughs> He's, no carl it doesn't turn off and sorry listeners my last episode uh my gains were a little too high and it kills why me. are we talking about your weightlifting yeah which like, um your arms look great which nice. tap dice can you buy like if you just want to buy oh dice. the newest yeah, the brand new ones that we just came out with, because we've had two listeners already receive dice from Baron before we even got ours, which is great. I love that. Um, oh, but, but yeah. not not the not the ones that we had. Like no, the, not our second batch. Oh, the con. Those are the oh. okay. Clear that. I, I, was, I haven't seen the new ones, but those those dice are probably my favorite dice of oh, so any nice. any dice. And if you go on Season of War, you'll see them pop in like all the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. Like they're. Just, they're beautiful. You can pick them out from like far away too. You're like, oh, those are our dice. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, after the popularity of our second run of our dice, I was like, hey, Baron, if you want to sell our dice, give her shit. Yeah. Because so. they're good. She'd love to see it. Well, it's just uh, amazing. That's great. So, uh, Bud, I noticed that you have paintbrush in your hand because um, in this video podcast that we're doing, I can see things. Wow. What are you painting? Yeah. Uh, right now I'm touching up... Uh, trolls like rockets that i kind of had done so that they're good enough to be on the table but there were still certain things i wanted to pick out to make them better yep um and actually the the same thing i did that with scragrot like i've had i painted this scragrot for capital city bloodbath like 2018 or 2019 yeah, that's yeah, when I did. painted it. Whenever when that the year that that Gitz book came out, that's when I painted it. And looking at it, I just I never actually completely finished it because I kind of rushed to get it done for Ottawa, and I just kind of left it. So there were things that like the squigs on the back holding the robe weren't even completely done. Uh, one wasn't even glued on. So I actually I have finished up Scragrot <laughs> now. Uh, I painted up the Gobapalooza this week, which, oh man, those models are so much fun to paint. Like it's, they were just, they were a joy to sit okay. down and paint. Have you posted those on anywhere? Like uh, other, anywhere? other than the discord? No, no. Dude, you gotta, you absolutely snapped with those things. Like you crushed it. You, sp- you smashed them out so fast. Thank you, Dean, yeah. for the snaps. Um, and I was just so stoked. Like those are some of your best paint jobs in my mind. Having only seen them on the internet, yeah. never getting to experience them or you in person, um, I think um, that they were the best. Thanks, man. They just were. Like, oh, I think you're they, the best. Yeah, they spoke to me. They just the gobbleflus are so good. I'm so glad that they're useful. I have a reason to have them because they're like I've always loved the models, and they're just so good now. And I can't wait to like give minus one to hit the people. And give extra rent to my models and stare at people and turn off their ability to give or receive commands, you know, stuff, fun stuff like that. Show them the scary doll. What? No, that's the moon face moment. I don't have a moon face moment in my list. Sorry, I did get my two lists in for NashCon. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Ooh. So what's so what's the scoop on that? Like what so NashCon's a tournament in Nashville and there's two lists. And Which is what's, the difference, what's the difference between your two lists? Because you have to have two, right? Two? Uh, one is called list number one, and one, one is called list number two. Excellent. I love the narrative. Continue. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is it called when two become one? Yeah. 
Need someone like I never need love before. Too much, baby. Um, the first list has a trog boss with loon skin, and which means I can take the scuttle tie for free. And the second list has alpha trog, uh, which makes him a monster and gives him two extra wounds. I love it. So you just went no through like, rules differences. Oh, other than the scuttle tide. Nice. Yeah, because I can't include the scuttle tide because it would cost uh, my point. My list would be too many points then. I wanted so. something like this is the first travel tournament where I haven't had a summoning army, which I'm kind of excited about. Oh, that's I big. mean, do you have enough bodies? Are you like a summoning army? <laughs> No, you get some. You're just running all trolls, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm nice. running all trolls. Like the only goblins I have are Scrygrod, the Gobblepalooza, mm-hmm. and the Sneaky Snufflers, and then the would, Fungoid and Madcap. Would you say you're trolling, 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 trolling? What? Trolling, 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 trolling. Oh, were you going Rob Zombie or were you going somewhere else? Uh, I was going Limp Biscuit. Oh, Rolling. okay. Sorry, I was going Rob Zombie. Hmm. You know, we all get somewhere. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. Rob Zombie. That'd be a great name for a uh, zombie list. We'll call Tom Gwan. He's now Rob Zombie. Also, uh, Ben didn't copy Tom with that list. It's the exact ben. same list. Ben's been running that for a few tournaments before, too. No, he got that from Tom. Isn't that what he, he, he just ran that at Boise with Tom? Didn't he? He, he got the list from Tom. Yeah, he, he, he oh, rented okay. it. Trogolus list, shampoo. Uh, whatever. Ben's been doing well too in terms yeah. of so oh good yeah idea. yeah, it's the exact same list. Like, uh, so who won it? Did Gavin uh, win it all? Yeah, I, uh, I got it right here. Uh, old town throwdown. Gavin, we were, we were just talking about Nashgon and what what's the deal with that. Can yeah. we finish off that conversation? That's uh, not how my brain works. I know you're right. Tristan, Tristan's absolutely right in this. Because not everyone uh, knows about Nashgon. Two, two it's list, pretty cool. It's a two list format. Um, basically before your game, you choose, you let your opponent see your list and then you secretly choose one and, and then, you secretly choose ones. And then you say, that's what I'm going to play. And you have to use each list at least once, which means I'm probably going to play the one with scuttle tide four times and the one without scuttle tide once. That checks out. That checks out. That's pretty and cool. I, and I don't want to make the mistake. I did at my first NashCon where one of my lists had... Chronomatic Cogs and the other one didn't. And in my first game, I cast Chronomatic Cogs when technically it wasn't in my list. And I went and talked to the TOs after and I said, this is what I did. And they said, well, the way way we saw the game, it wasn't going to affect it. So it it didn't impact the outcome. But that's something I'm very cognizant now of when I play games. I mean, of cheating intentionally. Yeah. You're in the same ranks as like Ridge and and who else yeah. had to bow up? Well, I didn't have to bow out. Yeah, I know, but I just want to go there. And and my and, and my list was right. My list wasn't Carl. wrong. Oh no, it was I Jordan. think it was all of season of Jordan. Was it Jordan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Jordan. Jordan for sure. Fucking Jordan. Go check out season of war. It's really good. Yeah, they use part of the all points dice. I hear I hear those are cool dice. Uh, uh, well, that's cool. And then, so, what tournament are you guys talking about now? Like with all those zombies, the Old Town Throwdown, Summer Old Town Throwdown. Oh yeah, that that's that like run by Gareth down in Gareth, California. Speaking of California, yeah. if you're going to go attend the SoCal FLG event in November or October, 
uh, use our affiliate link with FLG for your ticket purchase. Do it. Uh, SoCal is actually a really good tournament. <laughs> it's right that on the beach. Great. Yeah, that venue looked amazing. And like it's an aircraft hangar. Saw, and like that was an aircraft hangar. Like it's a big. It's it's an old aircraft hangar. Oh, weird. And there's that a bunch of them. So like now one. it's like it's it's a fairground technically now. It looks sick, yeah. dude. And it they open it up and it faces the ocean, so that you get the sea breeze rolling through the venue. That seems all right. Yeah, it blows that away all right. the fart. All the fart. Oh, oh we like that. We can we can talk about Old Town Throwdown after uh, Tristan talks about what he's working on right now. That'd be great. Oh yeah, nah, that makes sense. Yeah, we're in the middle of the hobby section. Yeah. Um, I have been kind of re- working on <laughs> whenever I'm on. Yes. <laughs> um i'm working on tomb guard um i'm just kind of like repainting over another person's work that so i'm like saving the whales basically Mm -hmm. um for all my old school uh old school something awful friends um they uh so i'm just kind of like repainting over somebody else's work because i didn't want to reprime i didn't want to strip like it seemed fine like it was just basically gold and red and blue so i was like okay that's kind of what i do any day anyway so i um i just kind of went over it and i've just been slowly improving it so like they're already table quality i just based them did a quick job and like they already look fine on the table but i'm just doing the manic obsessive thing that i do where i just slowly work on things and go go crazy you and and bud are fucking doing something that people say they will always do but never do that's true i've been called a madman i'll go back to that I'll, I'll bring it up. I just got to get to this tournament. Eh, it turns out I'm going to run that for two years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. happened. I didn't run my squigs for a long time or my, I didn't run Scrag route for a long time. And now, now I am because he's the moon king. And then the moon talked to you. It did. It spoke to me one, just, just once. once. Yeah. Just once. Just once. Yeah. So I'm just going back over. I'm painting, painting these guys. I've never run um, guard in my lists, but I've just been trying it out for like, learning Guardian. games and for teaching stuff so it's been good for for that just not to play my like play something a little bit adjacent to my tournament list um so it's been nice i've been enjoying the shit out of it nice. hey. it's, just, it's nice to have a uh just a big gigantic pile of skeletons on the table again yeah and like your identity is through those models yeah, so, no, like, no. when they play Tristan, he shows up at Two Kings. It makes sense. It does make a lot of sense. Love my identity. It's a but great every identity. Once, every once in a while, I think it's pretty funny that I wrap myself up with these stupid little, like, <laughs> skeleton Barbies. Um, yeah. But you know what? I like them. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. I'll be That's good awesome. Pay. Yeah, so it's fine. Um, how about we take a little break here and we come Wait, back and we'll are we going to find out what Dayton's working on or anything? Oh yeah, I guess we probably should. Dayton, what are you working on? <laughs> Have you done any painting? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm painting up a go truck right now. You're still painting up a go truck. You were making fun of them last episode about how quick it is to paint go truck, and you are usually still painting go truck. Okay, I'm tiling the bathroom. I'm in my middle of my work set. And currently, Nicole is using that said go track on a table against Taylor right now. <laughs> so we're at three excuses. She's playing and... Sunesh for the first time. Uh-huh. Um, that's a weird army to have. You've uh, never, in. you've never played 
Useless. It's, okay. It's the only Chaos Army I don't have. Oh, it's uh, Life's Darkness too, actually. I have all uh, death. Yeah. So all I'm seeing are excuses. No excuse, just produce. Uh, but yeah, uh, I got to do that, and then I got to paint like 100 skulls. And then I'll yeah, you do. Yeah. Because uh, I got the Northern Waste Tournament in two weeks. Yeah, where's that? Yeah. PG? And Prince George. And they're having like painting competitions and shit. Oh, um, let's go. The painting award is Mr. PG, which is like a giant uh, log. <laughs> a giant log man? Yeah. Like he's, that, that, it's like a traditional. Prince George had like this huge emblem and it's a massive statue of a the pg oh, like, man like a, like Mr. a roadside log yeah man? but it's, yeah if you if you go and do like um uh, that's funny ba johnson like he goes up to pg quite a bit for his concerts and stuff oh yeah he always gets a picture with it he always gets like pg uh mr pg socks and stuff like that he loves, um so anyways he uh, they got like a golden version of him and that's the prize <laughs> that's awesome um, and he's doing like large <laughs> model so small model diorama all that kind of stuff. That's a lot of PGs. There's gonna be 40 people attending. And I just, I was looking through the uh, rosters, and I was like, ah, oh, my man, Matthias is up. He's coming, Team Canada. Oh, what? Oh, sweet. Sick. Yeah. Maybe That's he'll great. have a second beer of his life. Well, good influence, Dayton over here. Crazy. All right. And then Nicole's attending, so that's gonna be awesome. Yo, that's so. We tight. get the we get the Obreys playing. So. Oprah's with no kids. Oh, that was wow. going to be a follow-up. Yeah, the grandpas are uh, taking them camping and shit. Oh, that's that, awesome. That's very, very cool. cool. Uh, but why don't we that. talk more about all that fun gaming stuff after this break? Deal. Time and time, my brother asked why the rhyme is not laced with the gangs to touch. I said simply because I don't live that way, but still kicking them rhymes. back ladies and gentlemen to party at the all points episode 129 how to lose but before we learn how to lose let's learn what tournaments and shit we've been doing 
This is, I thought that you're going, when you said lose, I thought you were just going to say, here's Bud in the News, because that would rhyme. This is Bud and the News, Dateline, July 13th, or sorry, August 13th, 2023. This week, Games Workshop decided to do jack shit, and that is the news. Dan Abnett. Dan Abnett. Just a whole bunch of things to drink to. Forty six damage. Forty six. Still my damage. favorite. Still my favorite. <laughs> I still scream that man. I've, I was screaming that the other day at my local game store at the forty k guys. Oh, you can oh. even do that in uh, in D and D. Do you know what else does that? What? Um, a gate burger. Forty six damage. Oh, yeah. yeah right. If they if they forfeit all their attacks on a four up, they can do forty six mortal wounds to a unit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I can't wait to yell that at NashCon. Uh, yeah, but we got like cities coming up, so that's gonna be pretty stoked. It's supposed to be yeah, at the sweet. end of the month. Um, there's Did you like play any games this week. Play... Go over the oh, leaks, yeah. bro. The oh, leaks. Yeah, we see that. Oh, Tristan loves the leaks. I just love the leaks. There's a leak in the boat. Ah. ah! Bail um, me out, Dave. Bail me out. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> that made me laugh longer than I should have when I watched uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, there's... There's been a so, lot. There's, yeah, there's quite a bit of shit that's coming out. Um, that they haven't announced we yet, don't, but we all yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, take with a grain of salt, obviously, because uh, all this shit could just fall apart, as Love it salt. does. But, so... Cities is going to be on pre-order at the end of this month, I believe. So you'll be out in I the beginning this, of September. The box is going to be right available for pre-order, and then which it is might the book be a little bit and, late. I thought I saw September second. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think the the army box will be, and then it'll be another little wait for the actual army. Um, we have rumors of like five new Iron Jaws units coming. Yeah, we which do. is cool. Uh, new Art Boys, big, big, big new big, Art Boy big, like Champ. Big. Another like name character on foot, big pig, big pig, big pig. So that's pretty cool because Iron Jaws would be awesome to flesh them out a little bit more. And uh, we've been circulating some sprues of looks like fleshier quartz models with like halberds and shit. Yeah, like extra armor and stuff. Yeah, those look so pretty sick. Like the the city look, like get get the knights, get the the ex Bretonian yeah. look, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they got swords and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why would they, right? Exactly. They're delusional, but they still probably grab some shit. Yeah. I think it, pointy stuff is pointy stuff. They can answer. still swing shit. Yeah, shit. Slinging all over the place. Slinging that shit. shit. Uh, and then Slinging we have uh, it, what looks like old school Bretonian Pegasus words, which I assume yeah, is old that was world. This morning. Yeah. Yeah. Old world uh, Pegasus knights. But there's um, no the, knights in that sprue, right? It's just like. It's just a Pegasus. Yeah. <laughs> so? Just you pegging all over the place. You're going to buy the knights separately. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, anyone can buy the strap on, okay? But you have to find someone to then wear the strap on. That's the real trick. Mm-hmm. That's the real deal. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. I'm excited. And like those all had 2023 20, on them, which is interesting to me. The Pegasus Night Sprue, because uh, that tells you what year it was designed and not what year it was made. That is cool. So that means uh, that that's a pretty tight turnaround time. I'll give you a tight turnaround. Damn right. Um, question for the you co-hosts who I love so much and dear to my heart. What do you Carl's guys think? Of, here. What do you guys think? Of, no, Carl's the fill-in. Carl's <laughs> Carl's Carl's fill-in. Patap. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm gonna send him some tap. dice and some stickers and stuff too. 
yeah. I reached out to him. I was like, I really appreciate it when you step in. I do um, the, and then Darren Watson was just a bit fucking bit. joy. Oh my god, that man is so lovely. I love him. To Anywho, death. so we've all looked at the city's leaks and stuff, but we haven't really talked about it. But are you mm-hmm. guys like stoked for cities? Um, I'm a little bit worried for my army because <laughs> they do a lot of the things that's going to take mine off. But I think it's going to be a pretty fun army. I'm a bit disappointed because the way that they set up the book, it's very segmented because instead of doing like some kind of larger keywords or like some different types of keywords so that units could affect each other, it's very much race locked, which I don't really like. But in general, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for the city's book. I think it's going to be really fun. I mean, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, do you think some of that motivation was presented to make people not want to use the old models? <laughs> yeah. Could be. Like it's, or I feel they like just, it's a pretty is, big design. Is it just racist old GW? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's just a pretty big design choice to make it so the new stuff interacts only with the new stuff. Yeah. To me, that's all it is. Like it's nothing to be too conspiratorial about. But, here's um, here's my hot take. Uh, on, on all this, Laid on this, me. this is pretty Give me hot. a hot take on a tight turnaround. Um, I'm I'm like I'm excited about a new city's book. I think we've needed one for a while. Uh, I feel like the aesthetic of the models doesn't fit as well, like with the rest of Age of Sigmar. As far as like when I look at the models, I feel like I feel I see grimdark 40k. I don't see AOS. Hmm. Yeah, there's some like sisters of whatever they are called. No, like even even the foot soldiers. Yeah, even the no, I, I just yeah, I just mean like the 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 whole holy deity. Yeah, so it's just like and, and it's not like I don't hate the models. I think the models are cool. I just when I look at them, I'm like, this doesn't feel like AOS, like some of the other stuff does. But so, I mean, like, interesting. A, Sigmar is the emperor, right? <laughs> like. It's and, pretty yeah, much just a, a copy-paste. Um, I feel the opposite, which is interesting, because I feel like it is pretty grounded in like the AOS fantasy setting. The only thing for me is like they've got the weird hats, but other than the weird hat aspect of it... And the pushy little faces. Yeah. Oh, I love their squishy faces. Um, like To me, they feel really AOS, so that's interesting how like we are diametrically opposed almost. Um, big mm-hmm. shout-out, though, going back to racist old racial old gw uh they did introduce some characters of like african influence and you can't just paint them blackface like they have like cornrows and very like characteristic traits of african-american people like the the woman on top of the uh the religious plaintiff or whatever it yeah, is zeneca is that her name yeah yeah <clears throat> and like some of the hero options and the facial options and stuff it's it's you know there's a lot of people like as three white co-hosts of party of the all points, <laughs> you know, it's just nice to see, man. It's just nice yeah, to see yeah, actual different types of people. Cause that's how worlds work. There are different types of people. It's I, I really like that aspect of it. I'm right. There. There's a lot of people out there that like to be able to identify themselves with a faction that they play. Yeah. Especially whenever hopefully... it's like the badass like main hero of the army is a woman. And then the secondary badass um hero is also a woman it's like it's nice to see a faction that's like it's just generally just a big group of people and anybody can be the leader but it's just like it's really cool to see like without it being like 
because like nobody leads off whenever they're talking about cities talking about how it's like oh that's a faction for that's like if you're a girl you should play that faction um but it's just it just is what it is it's just yeah. I really they're like very like all. Really it's good. not just like all the units are like mixed. I think they've been doing like mixed yeah. races or mixed, um, at least genders. Yeah, mixed humans, human, humans, that's stupid. But yeah, yeah, I think they sexes. Uh, I like. The, I really like the whole beefy armor and beefy shields looks that they've been doing. I think that's yeah. kind of cool. And the old school like uh, cannons, like the gun, the fusilers or whatever they are, where mm-hmm. they got like you can see like the chamber. Yeah, like the is, the bowl chamber that so they sweet. have, like for the old school guns, with like the lint or flintlock pistol, basically. Yeah, um, like Lockwood. Sorry, another quick, another cloud. It's like, like, like reference. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is hey, we need themes and episodes. There you go. <laughs> um, but like empires, which is basically cities, was built off of, but old school Warhammer empires was very like steampunky, and. Hmm. Uh, European influenced, right? And yeah, this is more, yeah, German, uh, European, yeah, German, Germanic, Germanic influences. Germanic. Whereas now it almost seems like the technology's rolled back. Yeah, it feels bad. It like back a little bit because it reminds me a lot of like early Chinese weaponry in a way. Because whenever they, <clears throat> someone else has watched Princess Mononoke. Mononoke, but yes, yes, I have. No Mononoke. <laughs> Uh, great, great, God. great show. Great show, great show, great show, great list, great guy. And then uh, if you want to go to the original, which is Nausicaa, which was basically... Man, Nausicaa's so good. Oh. So good. I was watching Evangelion, speaking of amazing uh, anime. Such a fucking weird anime. <laughs> so good. What's it I called? I rewatching it. Evangelion. Is it like aliens that go to evangelize the world and like have a corrupt view of everything and are conspiracy theorists and don't take the vaccine. Um, you were really close at the start <laughs> and then at the end it just became real life. So it got too real, mm, too real. Okay. Um, but yes, very, very fucking weird series. So weird. So weird. Yeah, really it's fun to watch, it. but I, I'm, that's our rewatch. <laughs> like I'm not like, I don't watch that again. That's what I did. I was like, what's the name of that one I want to watch? Evangelion. Then I realized after one episode, I was like, I wanted to watch Escaflone, but <laughs> I'll watch Evangelion because I'm in now. But yeah, no, I really thought that Cities, um, I think it looks not 40K-ish, but I get what you're saying, bud. Thanks for watching. Uh, but yeah, and- super stoked for another faction to come out and turn up the meta, which I think they'll probably do, introduce yeah. shooting, because we're kind of out of the shooting meta and they're going to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Then there's some just some really cool units in there, like that the uh, what is it Command Core? That unit, the Whisper, um, the Gabapalooza of Empire. You mean? Yes, yeah. that's the Humana Palooza, Gabapa um, Empire. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I'm so excited for that unit with its weird little like gargoyle dog. Oh, and then they also have the uh, Black Talon unit core. yeah that's right that's that black talon unit dropped and like that neve back talon sculpt is the worst one in the whole thing all the other heroes look amazing and neve's there being like ah! to be fair that's yeah. also like their paint style and but if you sculpt if you weird. present it to people with a different interpretation and things they can go places with it and then you actually see how awesome it is but there's a lot of really cool units in that storm i just like i just like the original 
like sculpt of Neve Blacktown one more. Yeah, I I, I do like the whole character core though. Like cold, yeah, same. Stormcast needs personality, <laughs> desperately. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I think that would be pretty cool for them. And if you're a Stormcast player, I am sure you're pretty stoked to see them. Yeah. Um, why don't we take a? Where's ooh. the new one? No, the we can't one? take a break. No, you, why not? But I'm, not, I'm not allowing you to take a break. I'm looking what a for break. it. We were on a break. Right. How to paint Nave Black Talon, Nave Black Talon in stock. Killing me, Smalls. It's one that isn't out yet, right? Correct. No, it's not out yet. Actually, correct. But it's it's based off of the uh, Warmer Plus um, yeah. series. I think that's a new one. I don't if know, it's you... Bad. It's kind of cool. Uh, okay. When are we talking about games played, by the way? Oh, Bud, did you play any games? Yeah, I played Christian no, last look. weekend. Sweet. <laughs> Christian's out. awesome. Time out. <laughs> Tristan played How, some games too. God damn it. Let's just take a Tristan, break and come Tristan, back. Tristan, okay. what games do you play? I like that. Tristan, uh, Tristan, we'll be back after To Become One by Spice Girls. No. In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. Butane in my veins and I'm out to cut the chunky with the plastic eyeballs. Spray paint the vegetables, dog food stalls with the beefcake pantyhose. Kill the headlights and put it in neutral. Stock car the cruise control babies in reno with the vitamin d got a couple of couches sleep on the love seat someone came saying i'm insane to complain about a shotgun wedding and a stain on my shirt don't believe everything that you breathe you get a parking violation and a maggot on your sleeve so shave your face with some mace in the dark saving all your food stamps Hello, people of the party, and welcome back to episode 129 of Party Y'all Points, where we are a bunch of winners because of our love for each other, and we're here to talk about losing games, how to do it with style, how to do it so that it doesn't ruin the rest of your weekend, and you go home, and then you take it out on your coworkers the next day, and they have no idea what they did wrong. And all it was is that you deployed wrong on the fifth, on your fifth game, and now someone is crying in the bathroom because you got upset because the paper clips were put into the wrong cupboard. Does that about sum up what we're going to talk paper about? Paper clips in your cupboards? What do you use oh, paper yeah. clips for? Uh, at work, do you not uh, have cabinets hold, like with just boxes of paper clips? To hold paper together, Dave. I work. I work at a school, so we definitely have cupboards that have. have We have a cupboard with paper clips. We have a cupboard with like whiteboard markers. We have a Uh, drawer with rubber bands. I have tools and a laptop. Well, okay, that's not nice to talk about your coworkers like that. Maybe this episode is for you. That's fair. Let's so, talk about my loser coworkers. Sure, because wow. <laughs> no more their tools. Um, I was thinking we could talk about like losing, why it's good, and maybe we just go over like why losing can be such a big deal for some people. 
and, to begin with, and then we can get into some of our solutions. And the different types of losing, because not yeah. all losses are different, are the same. Yeah, not all losses are created equal, and you might have one type of loss that affects you yeah. more than others. Yeah. And for the most part, we spend a shit ton of time preparing and making this game and spending a lot of solo time, and then we show up to tournaments. And honestly, probably like 95% of them are going in to win it. Yeah, I guess. And that's not yeah. the way tournaments roll. Well, no. I oh win it. Oh, win the whole tournament? You think 95% of people are going in to win the whole tournament? I would love to. Sure. Would uh, I think 100% would love to win the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. I think there's an... I think this is a great place to start. Um, expectation setting mm-hmm. and losing and understanding that it is a part of the game because for every game, there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser or there's going to be a draw whenever you're both losers. Which means you both lose, yep. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, minor loser and a minor loser. <laughs> Not true, but still. Um, so we have to talk about why we like games, why uh, we get so invested in them, and why winning makes us feel good. So we get into games, right? Because it allows us to feel in control. Like people love engaging with games because it makes them feel like they have something that they're in control of. Uh, We can relate to a lot of them. We can connect and it makes it feel good about ourselves because we have to overcome challenges that are set up in the game. Like even when it comes to something like playing Catan and getting longest road, it's like you still had to set up, you executed your plan and you did something, right? Um. And with that, you gain a lot of self-worth. Like you, a lot of self-worth can come from games. It comes from victory. It comes, and like with victory, it comes feelings of like positive self-esteem. It comes, like you get pretty happy about it. You get a lot of pride from winning and it can make you feel good about yourself as a person, right? Um, But if we fail, if we lose, then we can, it can lower our self-esteem. It can like ruin our mood as we talked about earlier and making somebody cry because of paper clips. Um, it can just add a lot of hostility into your life. And it can, if you don't take losses in the right way, it can really sour your outlook on the game itself and yourself. Like, that's the big thing. Like, whenever it comes to losing, it's like understanding that you are not your wins and losses. Like, you are a worthy person. You are someone who is trying to accomplish something, yes. But sometimes... It's not about the main takeaway of the victory itself. It's about understanding what you did right to play in the game, right? Thoughts, feelings, how are we doing so far? Are we setting the table correctly here? I think so. Okay. (laughs) I think so. Well, I mean... I, I just wanted to leave Tristan hanging after that. Yeah, big no, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to. But I did. But I did. But I did have to think because this is something that um that i've that i've thought about a lot and also um oh, this is glasses off but this is glass, this is gla- i know I, I took the glasses off because i'm not going to paint while i'm talking about this um uh, it's also something that i've been very intentional about when i am bringing or teaching young players or like teaching games to young players uh, because, you know, like when you're 13, 14 years old, your emotions are going to go everywhere and they're just going to be crazy. Like you're you're going to react, have way more uh, bigger reactions than you probably would as an adult. Awkward mm-hmm. boners all yeah. the time. Yeah, I know. Um, and so it's it's teaching 
yeah, like it's like you said, it's teaching more about how to lose than it is how to win. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think the our biggest growth is people come in in losing and how we lose and what how we are as a person from that. And yeah, like I've um I know one 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 guy that that came up came up through the system. Um he was like he took losses very hard when when his when the dice didn't go his way is the point where like he's getting like aggressive with his opponent calling him names it could be he's playing his best friend and he'd be like that yeah and so it's it's understanding that the first of all your opponent isn't doing this to you this isn't like it's a dice game it's an understanding of that like yeah he was fr- like and i never told him to not be frustrated because you can be frustrated and it's okay to be frustrated about things that happen. Like that's, if we don't acknowledge our frustration, we're not going to move on to the other steps beyond frustration. So letting him acknowledge his frustration and then understanding that he still wants a relationship with this person afterwards beyond this game. Like you can't, you can't be like that during the game and after the game, just try to be normal like nothing happened. It's like, oh, you were, you're <laughs> yeah. aggressive and called this person names. Um, but just seeing the growth in this, in this kid, as he started figuring this out, and part of it was seeing other people would react the way he did. And he's like, Whoa, I don't want to be like that. So he was recognizing his emotions. He was recognizing his emotions and also recognizing that was not a good way to, um, release or that wasn't a good way of expressing my emotions. Yeah, he was trying to manage his now what he projects. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, and I know, like, I feel like we all know people who take a lot of their self-worth from Warhammer, right? Because it's something that you invest so much time in. Like, we're all sitting here painting up our minis and, like, just like a lot of people, like, you spend hours and hours with Warhammer before you get to a table. And then there's just a lot of pressure to do well in those moments because... For a lot of people, they might play three games in a year, maybe even less. Um, And for them, it's like each one of those is a big pillar moment for them because they built up something. They built up that moment. They built up expectations. And if they don't succeed, if they don't feel like they accomplish what they set out for, it can be like it can be horrendous. Like you can just feel like you have your legs kicked out from underneath you. And then it's just like just emotions go. Well, then you maybe associate that with your identity in the community, right? Mm-hmm. And the big thing that we always try to promote is this community is amazing and everything about it is fantastic. But a lot of people might see themselves as if you don't win, then you're not someone worthwhile to be in the community. Yeah. Like we, but we're surrounded by all these big figure names that come up in chats all the time. So, I mean, we're kind of surrounded by the, the sports athletes, so yeah. to say the, <laughs> Nate Trentinelli's, <laughs> the Darren Watson's, the Anthony Trentinelli's, yeah, the Anthony's, the Carl's, um, you know, the yeah. the English 
Well, <laughs> yeah, well, like, yeah, well, obviously, like, whenever people are good, whenever people achieve the thing that we're all hoping to achieve, we put them on a pedestal, we put them as like, that, that's the goal, like, you don't, like, you, people do assign worth to winning. But then it's also how do you understand your wins, and how you go about it, because there are different ways to feel whenever you lose. Um, there are people who have the external thing where they start blaming the game right whenever it's or they start blaming the people that they're playing it's like this game sucks this rule sucks the double yeah. turns stupid your, your army is broken yeah your well it's okay. the same thing like for a test like people that take tests and fail yeah. there's the side that takes i didn't study enough mm -hmm. i should have been more prepared and then there's the other type that's like no i just i i, I could have done it <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, just the yeah. test. And like, give me another one. Let's do it. Yeah, it's give me a different test. I'll I'll do well on that yeah. one because it's the test fault. Yeah, and like, yeah, you just brought up the internal where it's just like, no, I'm the problem. It's like, oh, and that's like to me, that's the, even the more destructive one. It's the no ice. Like, I'm not worth it. I must be stupid. I can't get this. It must be my problem. Like, I know in conversations even today, um, talking with somebody's about how OBR works and having. One person be like, I don't get this. I can't win with this. And everyone else being like, well, it's pretty easy to win. And the one guy being like, well, obviously I'm the dumb one. Like what's, and it's understanding that th like you get your self-worth from playing the game, but it's also about managing those expectations in my mind, if you're yeah. looking for a solution, but it's understanding like, no, it's okay. If you do feel a sense of like, pride and a sense of like like you get some self-worth from the game because you put in a lot of time and effort into it you probably if you didn't put self-worth into the things you put time and effort into like that sucks i wouldn't well where i'm at it's if you can take your self-worth from everything inside and that no one else outside of you can control what your self-worth is mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah i think I'm so um, things that are within your control because really you can't you're not in control of whether you win or lose in a lot of ways and yeah. in, in a lot of ways like the universe could all of a sudden make all your make your dice roll ones or make you play Carl round three yeah that's true right <laughs> wow that, specific that was, that was not that was not specific at all um <laughs> <laughs> but I I think we've talked about we're we're yeah um we we've I, talked I about we've, sorry yeah. um just with why are you in the hobby like why why are why are you here well so to jump off that then yeah because the jump off the car round three um at the end of that tournament I had someone come up to me and say huh I expected more from you and that oh was God. the first time I was like. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> I win games when I try. Like, yeah. like, but if I lose, like, big deal. <laughs> like, I think I, I, well, personally, just going from my own experiences, I've, I'm just trying to really have a good time, make sure my opponents have a good time. Yeah. And if I win, that's awesome. But if I don't, I try to not take that too hard. The, the Carl yeah. thing I bring up a lot is because I fucked up against carl and i should have won that game so that one rides with me he's not bad I know. I know but it was funny that someone else saw my like to make that point 
he saw me as like a really good player yeah. and thought mm-hmm. that I would just dominate when I jump in. <laughs> but like, dude, I'm more likely to three and two <laughs> than I am to five mm-hmm. and a, or four and one. So yeah. have you have you ever had a loss that made you really upset? But it was like every time I lose so, a nickel. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll give my example. Like I, yeah. I played. I played at a forty k tournament, Drink. and it was my first. It was my first forty k tournament I had played at. I'd never played a forty k tournament before. Um, I kind of knew the rules. I had a pretty good idea of the rules. So I was playing another guy who, apparently, he was a new player as well. But he basically bullied me into like. I I was like he was trying to pile out of coherency or move out of coherency. And he's like, as long as I go back into it next turn, I'm okay. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure you can't. And he basically bullied me into it, and it changed a lot of the game. I probably still would have lost because I was playing old old book Dark Angels against Nurgle. <laughs> yeah, and I souped up Nurgle with like Contemptor Dreads and stuff, but it was still that left a really bad feeling afterwards that it's like you were playing rules wrong that he had a coach from best coast gaming and you're throwing names out now. Yeah. And now I'm throwing names and you're still, you're getting a a rule. Like, like I was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Getting a basic rule. Yeah. and, And, and that wasn't, so I wasn't hard on, Maybe that was because I lost where I wasn't beating myself up. I was just upset at my opponent. So that yeah. was them willing to tarnish everything at yeah. the table to make sure they get a win. Yeah. Because they're identifying more with the win than who they are at the table. Yeah. It's more about the wins than the... It's the five five and oh instead of five new friends. Mm. And while... Uh, yeah, 40 so, for me, that was when I really realized that I... I needed good opponents, not, you know, like you can kick my ass. That's fine. If you're awesome, it it didn't bother me. But if you're a dick, (laughs) like I just didn't want to play. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, I ran into a big string of tryhards and people that were just assholes at the table that just didn't make me want to play the game anymore. And I feel like tryhard is one of those phrases that we can almost have like a little mini discussion on because a tryhard to me can represent a few different types of people. I think a lot of the time it's defined as somebody who is um, trying their very best to squeeze every single little thing they can out of a game, like to go in their own direction in a way that is um, detrimental to both people enjoying themselves. Like to yeah. me, that's kind of like what a tryhard is, mm-hmm. but also like that's been levied at me just because I give a shit about things. Because like we're gigantic tryhards whenever it comes to Warhammer, because we care about what the rules are and like what the things are and like what the game is, like what the game state is. Like we care about what a meta is, and some people will call somebody like that a tryhard. Um, and I feel like tryhards are people who definitely sink themselves and their self worth into winning instead of enjoying the game because i feel like we've done a pretty good job so far of defining like like why losing sucks and why losing can make you feel terrible 
I think that we could probably transition here to like kind of define the different types of losing in Age of Sigmar. Like, what do you guys have for like the different types of losses? Flipping tables, fucking yeah, going to yeah. going to blackout bender. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know. Like last year was a struggle. Like you know, last year was a bad year for me, and so the losses were the losses felt worse. And I think it was like the amount of losses compared to wins. I'm okay if I'm winning half the time, but I wasn't. I was winning like 20% of the time. And mm-hmm. that felt that normally that wouldn't bother me as much. But it was like, it really, it, that really weighed down on me because I was like, I mean, like you said, we hang out with a lot of really good gamers who who are also really amazing people too. But sometimes you don't see like the amazing people and you get stuck on the amazing gamers part and then you start comparing to other people. It's like why am why am I even here? Like this is this is dumb. Like I'm just I'm just a tag along. But that's part of like the mental state that I was in at that point. Like that's so so that's when like I mean I realized I came to a point where like I need to get help. That's where I was going on medical leave. I was going mm-hmm. visiting people. Some, sometimes the way you take a loss is more of an indication of where you are mentally than in, where you are as a gamer. Um, if it makes you feel any better, like I never identified you as a loser. No, I identified I, you so, as an nobody, amazing opponent. And nobody has. Nobody has. No. And like... I mean, I think I've gotten pretty good at getting beat. I think sometimes I beat myself because I help my opponents find battle tactics to get. Yeah, classic. That's classic, classic nice. Yeah, it's definitely something that I do. Um, but yeah, it's. I I think part of it part of it is like I said, it's what is your what is your mental state as a person? So it's it's probably not just showing up in your gaming, but it's probably showing up in your other aspects of your life as well. Another thing too, is if you're in that negative mind state, when you're playing, you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to be at your best. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's always talked about like the top players that go to the top table all the time. Like let's take Juwan Noah Singh. Like Juwan Noah Singh is the exact same person in a round one as he is in round five. You know, like he's just cool and collective and just doing his thing. He doesn't get emotional. So that's always kind of like a thing to keep in your mind. Like, how do you manage your stress levels and where you're at while you're playing? Right. Self-awareness is pretty key in this game. Yeah, I think so. And Bud, thanks for sharing that. That like that, like it really kind of sets like a bar of understanding and it's about showing like okay i like how you got your self-worth from the game and understanding where you were at made such a difference for your enjoyment of it because i remember back then like you were struggling whenever it came to like your wins and losses and i know that like we had conversation about how much it weighed heavy on you but at the same time you were like still winning like best sports trophies so but the uh the actual W's and L's I know stacked up. Yeah. Um, but I think um, something good to talk about would be the different types of losing whenever it comes to like in the game itself and how 
there are types of losses where it's you are beating yourself, like say in deployment, it's like your preparation wasn't at a point where you're setting yourself up to succeed. Could mm -hmm. be one type of loss. Yeah. Um, and then another one could be you you don't quite understand how to build an army that great or like you've ch you've made choices in the army that wasn't for um explicitly trying to win the game so again that's another one of like your own preparation side of things where like, I, I, I say it all the time this game is still very much a rock paper scissor yeah. game the matchups there are bad matchups yeah. yeah and like that that's another type of loss yeah like another type of loss is just getting a bad matchup it's like your army just isn't gonna do well against them it's understanding okay well shit i guess i'm just probably gonna lose this one like whenever we played at that one time dayton and you just took it was just like when i was like oh tristan uh, i think i win now <laughs> and there's like <laughs> literally nothing i could do um but i think yeah that's like another third type of loss it's like different because it's like it's things you can control versus things you can't control. It's understanding like the points where you can take it as a learning opportunity and the points when you can just understand that, listen, luck of the draw, things didn't go right. Because there's also games that are tight that you lose because like one or two dice rolls didn't go your way. And it's like, yeah. those are the best losses for me personally. It's like whenever fully, it's just like, okay, if this goes right, then like, what? It's like, ah. Yep. Tristan, yeah, you what's roll, your favorite loss? Two or three. Really off the top of your head, what's your favorite um, loss? My favorite loss was probably my first organized game of Age of Sigmar with Owen Jackson. Um, I decided it was a good idea to play one of the people whose name gets written in very large letters whenever, and they have like mm -hmm. capital thes in front of their names um, for my first like tournament game. Um, but I thought I quitted myself well because I prepared myself. I thought about the game like he was super nice because at that point he was rated like number six in the world. Right. And I'm yeah. literally playing my first tournament game. And I think it was uh, turn four. I was in the lead. Things were going my way. But I knew like he had set himself up to have like a nice big last few turns. And it was just seeing how like seeing my success in the game even though I lost, I was able to like control my controllables and yep. I was able to understand like what I have control over some of the decisions I make, but still see like the good that I had achieved. And he ended up, I think tabling me turn five. But at that point I was just like, I did great. I lost by like three yep. to number six in the world. Sounds great. There you go. Sounds great. And like, that was probably my favorite loss. Cause we had such a good time. Like, we had set the expectations of we are going to do this together. We are going to do this um, with expectations of like, we just set our expectations really well. And I think that's my favorite loss I've ever had. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Uh, Ridge handing me my ass in hammer time. Eight. Oh nice. yeah. You love that game. You've talked yeah. about that game a lot. Wow. That was fun. That was my first introduction to Ridge. Cause I was like, huh, I've been on stream. I'm kicking ass. I'm a name. I'm doing well. And then Rich just came in and just waffle stomped me. <laughs> Did you get bud sauce all over you? And he's, he's just so nice about it too. <laughs> like, Rich is just like the nicest guy. He is. And uh, yeah, I was just like, yeah, yeah, way to go. Way to put my ego right back in check. Yeah. Thanks, bud. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, my favorite loss was round four at NashCon, my first year there, and I ended up playing McKenzie. 
Ewing. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hey, we weren't supposed to play, but neither of our opponents showed up for round four, which was surprising because <laughs> we were both two and one at the time. And okay. that, that game came down to like two dice rolls at the very end of the game. Mm-hmm. That, that's the game where he like after his heart was beating so hard, he lay down on the floor. <laughs> after he hugged, he lay down on the floor. He's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That was so. From all so from those losses, it was um, expectations were either exceeded in a loss or it was just understanding where you were at. So, because that's what that's what I think yours was, Dayton. I know for Bud and I, it was the like hitting that 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 nice point, whatever you both feel like you've done well in a game. It's like a tight loss is better than a, a blowout win for some people. Yeah. And um, I think that kind of speaks to how you can manage your emotions whenever it comes to losing and how you can manage your expectations. Because um, to me, like whenever it comes to losing, I, I fucking hate losing. I fucking hate to lose. You probably should have started with that. It drives me fucking crazy. Tristan's really about competitive. It. Wow. I've never I'm got so that impression from you. I'm so stupidly competitive. <laughs> uh, and like, I give so many shits. Like that's one of the reasons why I love this podcast because we like we get to talk about like the nuts and bolts of things. Is that a cat that's yelling, bud? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. Um, but like I'm oh what a gorgeous kitty. Uh, wow, gorgeous cat. Um, so but yeah, I fucking hate losing. But at the same time, it's understanding when you lose, why you lose is really important, and it's understanding how to take a loss and make it something that can make you feel better about yourself and what you're going to do going forward to me is like how you can get past like feeling like shit after a loss. Cause I know whenever I went four and one at that last tournament, I was so pissed off because <laughs> I was sour because I was like, I could have won that game. I could have won that game. And it just, it was a couple dice rolls, but it was still like, it was one of those things where, I felt like I did everything right, but still ended up with a loss. And it's like, how do you reconcile that frustration, that pain and managing those expectations? When I went into my round five, when I was four and in Spokane Gamers Haven, mm-hmm. I was telling people, I was like, huh, oh, whatever. Best. I'll be four and one at worst. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> I've already won. I don't care. Let's just play again. That's yeah, you did. You wouldn't have liked it if you lost you, round you, five. You told them that. No, no, no. Then... Like, no, 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 I smashed it. But... Yeah, that's all. <laughs> but like, that's, no, that was generally legit. My emotional state going in. Mm-hmm. That it didn't mm-hmm. really matter. Like, I'm I'm happy to be at the top table and I'm going to give them the best game he can. Mm-hmm. But if he beats me, then awesome. Four and one. Yeah, because you've yeah. divorced yourself from the expectations of I really want to go five zero. That self, right? Like that self pressure. Like you've divorced yourself from that, and I think yeah. that's kind of the thing. Like you just set expectations for yourself. I would, I would still be disappointed. Like I don't think I could ever tell myself that this game doesn't matter, or like it doesn't matter if I win or lose. Like it'll, be... and that's. Um, like I've like, I think we've all played some high level sports. I know Dayton, you're a big curler, but like I've, I've played at national championships where we've lost in the final and it didn't, it did feel good. 
I mean, it felt good afterwards, like getting a silver, but man, losing just it didn't still didn't sit right. You know, like I, I mean, and it's we're playing a war game. Maybe playing war games as war dollies is a little different than like when when you're playing like at at a higher level sport. But some people treat this as their sport. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is their chance to be competitive and good at something. And like I said, we devote a shit ton of our time. I know. To I know. this game. So, Off the table. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tristan, what, like, I think what you've been trying to bang home is that, Ew. like, losing is okay, but it shouldn't consume you. Like, don't let the loss consume you because it's still there's still a lot of other things you can still be disappointed with the loss Mm -hmm. but if you're defining yourself by that win or that loss that's maybe where the where the break the the line is of that we don't want to cross yeah and i think you've brought up a couple good points about recognizing your emotions and acknowledging them and having it be a moment where you're able to look at yourself just maybe from a couple steps back and have it be something where you're like, I'm frustrated. I'm upset. This sucks. I'm just gonna be sad about it and not act like I shouldn't be not gonna be like, I'm gonna be mad. But at the same time, it's like doing that with a slight step of distance. So you're not taking it out on others. And it's like, if you acknowledge the fact that you're bummed out, that you're upset, that you're like crushed. um, you'll do better in the long run, I think. And it's if you understand the fact that you you would want to win a game, because whenever you're playing a game, it's nice to win. Yeah. But then it's also about defining your wins. Yeah. Um, So to me, it's like under setting your expectations to me is one of the biggest things. So you get on the table, you look across at like what you're dealing with. And you're like, Okay, what, like, what's my most likely outcome, like, take that second to be like, okay, I'm playing like Caradron Overlords. I'm playing whatever type of army. Like what, what's, what's probably going to happen here? Is this a good battle plan for me? Is this a good battle plan for them? Is this somebody who, um, we will have a fun time with? Cause for me, it's like, you're setting your expectations for what you want out of the game. And it's understanding that if you're playing someone who's better than you, an army that you're not good against. It's just about resetting what you consider a win too. Cause like you might, you might go from, I want to win this game to, to, you know what? I'm just not going to lose badly could be your expectations. Cause I know something that's you've experienced Dayton. It's like whenever it comes to world's play round like, one, Jasper, <laughs> yeah. I was expecting to get maybe a win or a close match. Yeah. I got 20 to, he completely waffle stomped me with bud sauce in just like the first round of dice rolling and then just controlled the game all the way through it and made me look like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing at the table. And during that whole time, that one picture I have as my profile in like my Twitter account and stuff, that was my first round Mm -hmm. was my emotional state. And I was just like, I'm, I'm happy to be here. (laughs) I'm not showing up in the way that I should be, but I'm not taking that personally. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to make sure I got fucking five more of these games, boys. <laughs> if I destroy myself in that first one, I am no good to this team. Yeah. Yeah. And just 
I'm playing against a really good opponent and he's showing me exactly what he can do. And yeah. that's pretty awesome. And I think, and, and I'm taller than him. Damn right. You're damn right. You're taller. <laughs> damn right. He's good. Warhammer all you want. I'm still tall. You know what? Oh, wow. Ah, a couple inches up there. Let's go. <laughs> do you guys uh, need that for yourself worth? That's so sad. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But I'll take my intelligence. So it's like it's your, like setting your expectations. I'll I'll take the good looks <laughs> and uh, and sweet kicks. There you go. That's true. And the dress, and I'll stay home. <laughs> um, but yeah, so managing your expectations, managing understanding of what you will get from the game, and it's like if you're going into the game and your goal is just to play something with your friends. It's understanding that if their goal is I want to play, but I want to win, they're probably going to win. And it's like for you, if it's like I want to tell a cool story, I want to find a cool moment, find your cool moments. Go find the thing that makes you happy whenever you're playing the game and go try to achieve that. Because if you're going, if you understand that you're going to lose or if you understand that that's what you want out of a game, achieving that should be your number one priority. So like I've had games where it's like, I know I'm going to get my ass kicked. What can I do that will either be annoying for my friend and make them a little bit like, you son of a... Or what will make it so I gain a couple of like little moments? Like I want to have, like if I'm going to lose, I at least want to lose in fantastic style. So like I want to do the big swings. If there's any option for me to have like a big explosion, I want to make everything explode that I possibly you can. You want to orgasm on the table every chance you can. Yeah, exactly. I want I want orgasmic dice rolls every time I play. If especially if I'm losing, because like what's the point? If, if we're playing Age of Sigmar, yeah, we're playing Warhammer. It the point is to try to have fun and understanding that you your like if you want to win, set yourself up right. Like control the controllables. It's something I preach way too much whenever it comes to, like coaching basketball. It's if you control the things that you can control, like you control your deployment, you control your army list, you control your expectations for your um, battle tactics, all that stuff. If you control all like those three things, you will get more wins because even if you lose, you will still have achieved the things that you've put the effort into and you'll achieve the things that you value because like for me, it's <laughs> Dayton is currently being thrown by how I throw up the number three. That's um, why I do it too. Yeah. <laughs> you got like, weird I literally can't cross my two fingers. Hmm. For audio listeners, Tristan and Butter fucked up. Like, if I do three, I can't. I'm not, no, my I'm hands fine. are so You're fat. I can one. hardly even do it. So this is three. Your fact, hand's they, so fat. They, they teach you to do that when you umpire. They teach you to do like if you're doing three and two. They teach you to do it like that. Oh yeah, baseball. Um, but yeah, if you control your controllables, then you're winning. Like if you set out your expectations, this is how I'm going to set up my army. This is how I'm going to deploy my army. If you do those things, you're taking these moments and you're taking control. You're the one who's able to go out and do the things. And you know what? If your friends then. <laughs> absolutely blow up your plans that you're playing with or even the people that you just met that you're playing against you can at least be like you know what i set myself up for success it didn't go my way why didn't it go my way okay all right well i can try to change that for next time like yeah but and what about you personally tristan like what is your emotional thoughts and thinking pattern when you lose a game and finish up at the table i just don't lose but you <laughs> no, do uh, i do all the time <laughs> 
especially people who are better than me. Um, for me, it's like, I basically try to do those things now because that's something that I value. It's, I don't have a lot of reps whenever it comes to playing against people. So it's like, I'm doing those little things where it's like, I'm setting out my army on a table at my house and being like, okay, if this is what I'm looking at, this is how I kind of want to set up my army. And whenever I'm going through the moments of like, oh God, they're just taking me apart. Oh God, this is just going horribly wrong. I have two modes. I have complete shutdown, sit in my chair and be a sucky little bastard mm-hmm. which dayton you've seen that face <laughs> i've done that face you've done that face you've done that face to me um, i've done it at the honest wargamer studio <laughs> yeah you have we're just like, oh, i didn't think you could do it that way um where Nathan i just turned prescott into, took me out of it damn right um where you just turned into a gigantic like i've turned into a gigantic pouty little sucky face and then after a bit i just like you know what sucks to suck <laughs> this sucks I don't want to feel like this anymore. What can I do to make myself giggle? And then I like try to pull myself out of it. Understand that. Yes. You just got your butt kicked in the thing that you wish you were really good at. Um, and I just like, I kind of, again, I try to find like the little things I can control. If I can't control anything, if it's one of those games where my head's just getting shoved down my urethra, um, I just find a way to accept it go about it quickly and be like, all right, let's just go get a drink, go outside, like get some fresh air and try to accept the fact that I'm a gigantic loser in this game, but not in life. How about you, bud? I forget the question. What's your emotional state and how do you feel? What are your first thoughts when you walk away from a table that you're done? Well, like like I said, it all depends on the type of loss that it is because even um i can my first hammer time that i played at i was playing squigglelanche and i came up against croak like i came against three hard lists first one was like croak and a bunch of skinks and i was table by the end of round three and then i played cairo slaves to darkness vanguard and got tabled by the end of round three both you ran that list well, yeah, and I didn't ever played Squigs again. Um, no, I played Squigs after that too. But it was, I mean, my opponents told me that it was the most fun game that they've had against. Like, they were just shocked that I could be just so upbeat still at the end of round three, getting tabled like that. Um, so I want, I if the person's enjoyable to play with, it's a lot easier to a lot easier to take. Um, like if I'm playing against someone that I feel like is playing really slow, that makes it harder. That makes it a lot harder to stay engaged and actually enjoy what was going on at the table. So like, yeah, so not much pain. Not only did I lose the game, but you only let me play three turns. Just clocks. Yeah, I know. Man, even even then, it's it's pain. Yeah, it's in my it's in my rule pack for my five alarm GT. <laughs> Everyone has to use chess chess clocks. No, it's just encouraged, and if uh, either opponent wants to use it, then it's used. Yeah, and it's not a, a discipline tool. It's just another tool of the game, just yeah. make you aware of the time. Yeah, but even like even then, like people can be playing like at a half decent pace, but they're yeah. like 
processing of things, if it's slow, yeah. I'm right there with you, bud. But it yeah, that's, completely that's a topic for another night. Slow yeah. play. If you're, <laughs> but it's like, but but that's part of like a loss because of you feel like that was had had to do with it, where you're trying to keep the game going and your opponent's not respecting that fact that this game needs to move. Um, outside the, in the parking lot. Yeah, let's go. Let's <laughs> go now. Um, I had another thing that I was gonna say with it's probably gonna be really that smart. like if i yeah it's if you what if you lose I, with losing uh, like i know we i've talked about this a lot with the like tina telling me to play a play a good list bud where like don't play a list where you're, you feel like so then i played zinch archeon like where's archeon could still use destiny dice yeah, the, the spells were still good. Arcan still had the minus one to hit against everything rule. So good. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, just like stuff like that. I mean, that made me a three and two player, which was fun. Like I enjoyed yeah. winning games in the games I lost to. Like that's when I lost to Mackenzie because I had Zinch Archeon. And the other guy I lost to was Brandon Melnick. So going around in a lot of circles it's if you're stuck in like this is what i'm gonna play then you're gonna have bad matchups and you're gonna lose i know that my trolls are gonna have bad matchups and i'm gonna lose and sometimes weird things are gonna happen where there's something that i didn't see and that's okay and at the end why am i at the tournament i wasn't at the tournament to win games i was at the tournament to hang out with a lot of really good people Mm-hmm. I'll still be probably still be disappointed by losses, but I'll be more excited by seeing the people that were there. Yeah. And I think um, from that, if you recognizing the fact that you are like losing, like it's just seeing that and like seeing like, okay, what's going on with me? How can I change my emotional state at this time like what can i do that will make it not a bad experience anymore like if you like if you're starting to like bounce your legs everywhere if you're starting to like yeah. tighten your jaw like all that jazz if you're starting to like just feel like just like tense and you're just like shit 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 how can you recognize that and then do something like do you have stuff that you do bud because like Again, you've said that you've had experience where people have told you like you're the most fun person I've ever played while kicking their ass. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'll like in between for for me personally, I'll often I'll need to just go find a place and be by myself mm-hmm. and just and just be like just not have I get I get sense sensory overload sometimes. Especially being in, being in a gib big gaming hall that's really loud like and just engaging with people can be for like an introvert like me it can be exhausting and so i need to get to a quiet place and just be by myself so i'll, I'll do that um and just like having someone that i can talk to and express my feelings to that's that's going to acknowledge them uh really helps like just being able to like i know at every tournament i have one or two people that i can go to and just say yeah, this this sucked. Uh, this is what I didn't enjoy, and then we can move on. And I'm being able to talk about it out loud and have someone acknowledge it just really helps with just being able to move on. 
and hmm. refocus for the next round. Do you have anything that you do in game that's effective? Like, do you have any, like, I know that's probably like more of a like esoteric question. Like, yeah. you really don't have specifics. Like, I then stab myself in the leg to have the pain yeah. affect my pain. Yeah. Wears elastic bands around his wrist. Yeah. <laughs> ow. Ow. <laughs> uh, no, I, I have the full flagellant. Um, the stance. Yeah. What I'll do. Part of it is just making sure that I'm drinking a lot of water. Like, mm. on, on, like it's a weird thing to say, but honestly, like having having a lot of water in the system. Um, first of all, let's you go on bathroom bakes so you can get alone. Um, hey, but, get pissed. but but also like it keeps your brain clear so you're able to function. Like when your brain gets all muddled up and you can get headaches, like if you're not hydrated properly, you're not you're not going to feel at your best and, and you're, you're going to start getting grumpy. Okay, um, so I also, snacks. yeah, bud snacks, bud snacks. I mean, that's why I brought Rob fruit the one time. Um, just, just be healthy. Um, it's, it's also like, I'll get to, I'll, I'll get a pretty good read on my opponent. I'm good at reading people and being able to find what they th- think is funny. Or what they like, the kind of humor they enjoy. It's, I don't know, it's one of my superpowers. And so I'll pr- know pretty, pretty quickly, like, where it's like, okay, this can be enjoyable for that person. And if my opponent is laughing, that helps me enjoy the game more. Okay. Cause That's I want, fun. yeah, I want, I want, I want my opponent to enjoy the game. It's yeah. no fun playing a game where the other person is just sour the whole time and unengaging like i those are hard games even to win and or lose but that's not you though right true true but that's what i do that's what i do i mean tristan's question was what do i do to help right so that's one of the things i look for when when i'm playing and it's like if 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 an if the army has if my opponent's army has like a really stupid rule that does 46 damage or something 46 46 46 damage like something stupid like that i'm okay with it like i'm just i don't i don't hate on them for their army it's Mm. just like oh my gosh that's so gross but it's like it's okay because that's the way the game goes that's the way the game is designed right yeah i think i I think my opponent didn't make the rules i think you just came across a very good point Whenever it comes to external and internal blaming of things. This is going to sound stupid. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Um, But it's whenever you're playing somebody and they're playing something that's strong, it's not that person's fault that they chose something that's like that counteracts your army. It's it's that's in the game. And it's an understanding that you can expect things that will be bad for you to happen and it will be someone's choice for them to be able to do it. And it's not them that's the problem. It's the, like, well, I won't say the game designers, but it's like, that's that's just how the game works. And it's understanding, like, the rules of the game and how the rules of the game can affect your emotional state. Because like, if you feel like something is externally punishing for you personally, 
that makes it really hard for you to be able to look at the other person across the table and be like, oh, no, I want to be your friend. I want to have a fun time. Because if you think somebody's playing bullshit ass rules, it's kind of, it can be kind of hard for you to be like, oh, no, I want to be your friend. But yeah. you just said it's understanding that it's not the rules. It's the person that you're playing. Yeah, because I've been on so, both sides of that, having yeah. played bad, bad gits and really strong zinch. Yeah, so that's a great point. Um, I think that we've done a pretty good job here this evening, guys. I think we're pretty um, amazing any, people. I think. Can I? Can I? Can I especially talk? in that tank no, top. No, because you don't lose enough. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, kidding, yeah. Dayton. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, sorry, Dayton. Oh, I lost once. That one time. Oh, jeez. It really made me understand how much of a winner I am. Trist, Trist, I just keep Trist, winning. Trist Remember the time to, I beat you? Yeah. Trist, Tristan likes to pretend I'm not on this show. <laughs> you had to talk a lot last episode. You shut up. It's because you guys weren't here. Mister, I want to record in the middle of the day on a Sunday. That's what happens when you get English people. Yeah. Yes, that's true. I was very I was playing jealous. A game. So I wish I could have been there. I was playing a game at Christian's house. Christian is wonderful. I it's love his English. yard. Uh, his wife is wonderful. His dogs are beautiful. Like just, uh, It was just a, an incredible day up in Gimli there. That's really nice. That's really nice. Of, to that's, my game, that's my game played. Sorry. Go ahead, Dayton. Because we never did games played. So, Dayton, what do you have to say? Uh, all right. Please say um, nothing. <laughs> no, I, I had a thought pattern at some point. Uh, one of the biggest things I go, because when I play this game, I just try to have a lot of fun. And if I do lose games, like I still, if I don't know what my opponent's doing and I don't understand how I lost, then I go back to the book that they were playing and try to learn exactly what I was missing. Um, oh. And there'll be like in games that I do lose that I know what there's what's going on. There'll be a few like mistakes and then I'll have those run in my head for a second. I'll be like, should have done that differently. And then that's it. And then I walk away. Do you ever talk um, to your opponent about losses? What I fucked up on? I, I try not to unless they're willing to. Okay. Um, if they come to me and they want to learn, uh, like say my German match when I 20 dote him and he was like, what could I have done differently? That's a win. What would you do as a loss? Yeah. I don't like whenever you got 20 owed in the first round of world by the short King. No, I don't like we, I, did you, did you have any discussions sure. of that? Yeah, we usually know how I, uh, no, I, I don't just leave the game. Uh, I do actually like talk about it and some of the key moments and stuff too. Yeah. And things that happen. Okay. Um, the game, there the game go. I tied against Pat too. That was like, it was fun to like recall, like he had really good moments and then I got to do this and then you did this. And we're like, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, like, like it's fun to like highlight big key. Cause this game has a lot of like highlights that you play. Yeah. You know, it's fun to bullshit about those two. Um, but yeah, as for like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like to hang on my losses. Yeah. Is it fair to say that Dayton plays enough or has played so much at a certain level that if he loses, he probably understands what happened and doesn't need to talk to his opponent about why he lost? Is that fair to say, Dayton? Uh, I know what my thought is. No. No, I wouldn't say that. Like there's there's still a lot of matchups that I haven't experienced okay. enough of. Um, Beast of Chaos is a good one. Mm-hmm. 
like I can read that book as much as I want and understand what's going on, but until you actually see it played against you, it's it's hard to adapt to it. Yeah. So that's on me. I need to get more games in if I want to be that player. But I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I just want to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a fair statement, though, bud. That Dayton's put in a lot of reps and he understands the game in a way that he's able to kind of look at his games and understand where his losses are. And that's why it can be difficult for some other people who don't put in the reps, like the people that I suggested that play like three games a year. Um, Like it can be really tough to understand, like what could I have done there to not get my butt kicked? And like, it can be as simple as, well, you don't understand how to set yourself up for the priority role. If it doesn't go your way, and you just kind of stuck your things out in the wind and then I chopped your dick off. Right. But like, as for like advice giving and stuff like that, I don't tend to even give that unless the opponent wants to hear it. Yeah. Cause um, there's nothing yeah. in my opinion, worse than being handed a loss and tell, having someone explain to you why you just lost. <laughs> like, I don't need to hear that right now sometimes, you know? Yeah. And like, I think that's fair. <laughs> it's like, you have to ask people like, yeah. You, well, you don't want to be mansplained why you lost? <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I like to think that my emotional state now is to the point where I don't need, I don't go to the table wanting the win. Like, I don't need it. And if you give me the loss, then let's just have a good time. I mean, there's a difference dice. between wanting and needing. It's okay to want to win. Yeah. Sure. And uh, I think we all I want to win. If you're, need, I if every, you're needing it, I think that's win. what we're talking about is like the needing Like, if I don't win, then this is going to ruin my day. Right. Yeah. And that's where I like to think I'm getting to. This is because this is the guy who said in our chat that he pulls no punches with his wife who is still learning AOS. Mm -hmm. This fucking guy. He wants to win. (laughs) No, I want her to learn that she's going to face against people and they're not going to pull punches. And I want you to know what's going on. And if you do beat me, it's because you beat me and you got on me. This is going to be like my son in our foot race that I'm going to do every year for the rest of our lives. And the the year that he beats me, he's going to appreciate it. I did not grow up in a society of participation trophies. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, he's that dad. (laughs) I did. I did too. I love my house, uh, my house league ribbon. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dayton. (laughs) But just because my son or my daughter doesn't win doesn't mean they're worthless. And same to you, Dayton. Same to you. You are not worthless. Yeah. All right. Who's got a shout out? I was going to say, but Dayton, here's one last opportunity for you to talk on this Bud's podcast. What's your shout out? Uh, the Dudes of Sigmar. Dudes. They're the Prince George crew. Uh, I played against one of them at LVO. They're both at LVO this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's their podcast is like a coffee talk podcast, it's so like emotionally mellow. That it's actually really relaxing to listen to. <laughs> so you're saying you fall asleep to them every night? You listen? No, no, I, I, I no. Oh, great, chill. Great Not fall podcast. asleep. He's chill. Not chill. Chill. It, it, it is the chill lo-fi hip-hop beats of AOS podcasting. Is that what it is? It, That's what it sounds basically, like. Basically, basically, it's great. My, it's my Age of Sigmar, lofi. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, Bud, what's yours? Uh, my shout out is to Eric Urbaz, uh, buddy of ours from Atlanta, who uh, is having really hard health problems. He's had a couple surgeries and just thinking about him. He's a swell guy. 
and just feel for him right now. I'm sending out lots of positive vibes into the universe towards him. Yeah, I've heard nothing but amazing things about this guy, and I'm right there with you, Ben. Yeah. So shout out to the Georgia War Gamers who are an incredible support right now. Mackenzie's my favorite. Yeah, they're good guys. Very good. Tristan. Guys. Uh, my shout out goes to platinumparagon.info slash losing at video games because I read a really great article that's very well cited when it comes to papers and it's where I got a lot of the, like, the takes that I have. I just parroting a lot of whenever someone else did all the work. I just take it and then I say it. Um, so if you want to go into a bit more into losing and the psychology of it, I would highly recommend that. And that again is Platinum Paragon uh, losing at video games. It's a really solid solidly just like very cleverly and very very intelligently written article about losing um okay and... you citing your sources yeah, what can i say what can i say and uh you can say that... episode 129 episode this <laughs> the <bay>. Damn. <laughs> and this was episode 129 <laughs> of party at the all points <laughs> i and love you both so much i love you both as well and just because you don't win doesn't mean you're worthless. Yeah, Dayton. Good thing you're not short. <laughs> I win in other areas. Doesn't have to be on the table. Like your dick. In bed. No, my dick is not my winning feature. <laughs> Candlelight and so forever A dream of you and me together Say you believe